I think it goes without saying that I've been gone for quite a while. So I have to ask, did you miss me, Space Cowboys? What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram, at RoyDog underscore 13, and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How has everybody been? I have, yes, I have been gone for what? Three fucking weeks? Three weeks. Three fucking weeks. My God. My God, it feels good to fucking actually record again. Oh, do I have a good excuse for not recording? No. Uh, Outside of uh, working basically 60 hours a week, uh, a couple weeks there, uh, 65, 70 hours. Um, So basically what it is is it was more important to get the rest of the content out without, and unfortunately I had to sacrifice this. I had to sacrifice this podcast, which I... I sorely missed, sorely, sorely missed. I tried to, I tried to record uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, doing a waiver wire, uh, podcast, but, uh, yeah, that didn't work out so well. Cause, uh, when you're going mobile and you don't hit the fucking record button, uh, halfway through, you pretty much, you just say, "Eh, fuck it. I'm done. But we are back. It is Thanksgiving. Oh, our favorite slate of the year. The three-game slate. The all-day three-game slate. The unfortunate part is that the games aren't all that great. (laughs) We opened with Chicago at Detroit, Las Vegas at Dallas, and Buffalo at New Orleans. Now, those sounded really fucking good about four weeks ago. But now, oh, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. But it is only three games. That's all we have to break down here today. Uh, Hopefully you'll either hear this one tonight or you will hear it Thanksgiving morning. You'll wake up to a nice surprise. I will 
put out the show card tonight, though, so you will know exactly that I am back. And, yes, you will get the updated uh, spreadsheet. I have that done. I just finished that probably mm, half an hour ago. So without further ado, we might as well go ahead and get into the slate. First game, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, 11.30 Central, 9.30 Pacific. So early, early, early game. Not as early as the London games, but still early enough. Chicago Bears at Detroit Lions. Line open. Chicago minus 345 was the over-under currently now. Chicago is minus 3. 41.5 is the over-under. We do not get Justin Fields in this game. Unfortunately, we do not get the rookie rib injury. Uh, Make that for what you will. Um, But it is a Detroit Lions defense that has been beatable at times. Now, we will go ahead and uh, we will go through the target sheet. We're going to take a look at the Detroit Lions' last uh, couple of opponents. Um, Andy Dalton's going to open up at quarterback uh, here, 7,200, 21, and 5,500. Good for fourth, fifth, and fifth on the three-game slate. So uh, low-end, uh, mid-range quarterback in here. Um, the Detroit Lions, 28th in pass defense DVOA, 11th in points allowed to the quarterback position, 18.2 on FanDuel, 18.9 on DraftKings. That has fallen steeply since last the <clears throat> week 11 uh, DVP, which was 18. Now, they ran a three-week stretch of 19, 19, and 18 and dropped to 11. Why is that? Well, it's because we face the Cleveland Browns, and we all know that uh, one Baker Mayfield really cannot be throwing the ball too much. Um so we'll look at the three opponents before that. We have versus Pittsburgh. That was 10 to 15. So that's Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, at Cincinnati, they – wait, hold on. That's Cleveland. What are we doing? We want Detroit. Jesus Christ. Oh, last three games. <clears throat> versus Philadelphia, they lost 6 to 44. Uh Basically just got ran all over. There was no reason for Jalen Hurts to throw on them. Uh, at Pittsburgh, they tied 16 to 16. Now we do know that Ben Roethlisberger has not been all that great. Did show up uh, versus the LA Chargers last week, um, but still, um, oh, that was not Ben Roethlisberger. That I'm sorry, that was Mason Rudolph. No wonder, no wonder. And then at Cleveland, of course, uh, losers 13 to 10. Um, that one's Baker Mayfield couldn't throw worth shit. So. I think we have to actually consider Andy Dalton. Um, Now, this is a pre-breakdown before I officially go through everything. So calm your tits, all right? Just calm your fucking tits. Sometimes you got to get a little fucking weird here too. So also consider that. Plus, we want to take a look at him versus the other quarterbacks and see exactly how much savings we're getting here on him. <clears throat> where is everybody going to go? They're going to go to the running back here for the Chicago Bears, David Montgomery. 7,500, 26, and 6,000. Good for fourth, fourth, and fifth in terms of price ranking for the running back. So we are definitely going to consider him. 
Uh, Nick Chubb just ran right the fuck over this uh, Detroit Lions defense. Uh, 29th in rush defense DVOA, 30th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game. 31st in points allowed to the running back position, 26.6 on FanDuel, 30 on DraftKings. Uh, David Montgomery had a very, very fine game against them the last time they played. In fact, if you really want to know what those numbers were, I can give those to you. Uh, Detroit, uh, he rushed 23. He had 23 rush attempts for 106 yards and two touchdowns. No receptions. Uh, didn't need them. So basically you're looking at 10 points there. Uh, another 12 in there, so 22 points. Is that going to get it done for us? I would think so. Uh, just remember that that is going to be very chalky. Some of this, you're, some of the chalk, we're going to have to fucking eat here, um, and just kind of try and figure shit out. We're just going to have to try and figure shit out here, okay? So now we're looking at the Bears wide receivers. You have Darnell Mooney. There's going to be no Allen Robinson. He's doubtful, so he's not going to play. Uh, had a lot of interest in Allen Robinson if he actually did play. Uh, unfortunately, it's not going to happen. So it's going to be Darnell Mooney, Marquise Goodwin, and Demir Bird uh, <clears throat> in here. Now, Darnell Mooney is definitely going to be the one that we're going we're gonna to be looking at, but we do need to take a look at, I believe, in my opinion, Marquise Goodwin. Uh, had a good report in the last game. Going to save a little bit of money, but overall, Darnell Mooney is going to be the guy that you're going to want. Uh, let's see here. So Darnell Mooney, 6,800, 16 and 5,700. Good for fourth, seventh and fifth. Marquise Goodwin, 5,411. So $1 above minimum on Yahoo and 3,800. Good for 14th, 13th and 15th. So he is a very good value. Uh, we're going to take a look at their target shares here in a little bit. Uh, let's go ahead and just insert them in here because we're going to take a look at both of them together uh gonna as far as the wide receivers are concerned if i can leave them together i'm going to leave them together and just do the explanation from there uh detroit lions 18th in dvoa versus the wide receiver one 14th versus the wide receiver two and 16th versus the wide receiver plus so 18 for mooney 14 for marquise goodwin remember though remember he had a very bad game by Baker Mayfield in there. So the three previous weeks for the wide receiver one was 26th, 30th, and 31st. Uh, previous three weeks for the wide receiver two was 26th, 26th, and 19. Interesting. DVP, points allowed to the wide receiver position by the Detroit Lions, 27.7 on FanDuel and 35.2 on DraftKings as a whole. That has stayed stable for the last four weeks. 14, 16, 16, and 15. Mostly because you can fucking run on them, right? So, <clears throat> Will Harris, the safety for the Detroit Lions, is slated. Um, this was by a Detroit Lions beat reporter said that in the earlier in the year, Will Harris was actually the guy that was in that was manning the slot most of the time. Uh, he'll come out from his safety position when they go into the nickel coverage. Uh, because slot cornerback A.J. Parker has been put on IR. He was an undrafted rookie this year. Uh, Amani Aware will be covering Marquise Goodwin. You know we do like to attack him there. Uh, Jerry Jacobs will be on one Demir Bird. Uh, 
Jerry Jacobs actually has been playing the best out of all three. Uh, has been the guy that uh, can get beat deep at times. So definitely Darnell Mooney and Marquise Goodwin. I mean, if you really... If you really wanted to go contrarian and fade David Montgomery and just go with Dalton in the passing game, whew. Whew. <laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend that. But uh, let's take a look at tight end here. Um, oh, we were going to look at Mooney, Mooney versus Marquise Goodwin. Let's see what their target shares have been the last couple of weeks here. All right, so Darnell Mooney, last three weeks, nine targets, uh, good for a 33% share in week eight. Week nine, he had six targets, uh, 21% target share in week nine. In week 11, 16. Now, that was without Allen Robinson here. So he's definitely going to pick up his targets. He looked a lot better uh, with Andy Dalton in this game. Uh, finished with five receptions for 121 yards and a touchdown, 47% target share. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, last three weeks, three targets, good for 11% on the target share for week eight, four targets in week nine, 14% target share, eight targets in week 11, good for a 24% target share. Now, last time Andy Dalton played was basically week one, wasn't it? Hey, played a little bit, little bit in week two. Uh, let's take a look, though. So we'll look at week two here. Uh, so this was with Allen Robinson in there. Uh, week one, he had, Darnell Mooney had seven targets, good for eighteen percent share. Uh, week two, he had eight targets, good for a thirty-three percent share in there. So that was a mix and match between Dalton because he had gotten hurt, and then you had. Um, uh, Justin Fields in there. Uh, week one for Marquise Goodwin, four targets. Good for a 10% share, then three targets in week number two. So I'm curious if people are going to really focus on Marquise Goodwin because he did score the touchdown last week. Um, had 104 yards. It might be a spot that we might want to fade. Uh, take a look elsewhere. Now, as far as the tight end is concerned, last week, um, <clears throat> Cole Komet had two targets, uh, one reception for 12 yards. Jimmy Graham, three targets, two receptions, 25 yards. Who did he like in week one, though? Yeah, it was Cole Komet, seven targets, five receptions, 42 yards. Good for 18% share. Uh, only two targets for Jimmy Graham there. Uh, one catch for 11 yards, so it was a 5% target share. So, uh, I mean, if you wanted to take a look at uh, Cole Komet, maybe uh, $5,000, $12, $3,700, good for 6th, 5th, and 6th. Lions are 20th in DVOA versus tight end the last three weeks prior. 27, 29, 22, and 20. Okay. So who were those guys again? Those last two weeks? Pittsburgh and Cleveland. What did Pittsburgh do? I wonder what Pittsburgh did here. I can't remember. I can't. I can never remember. Tight ends too. You had. I mean, you had three tight ends for Cleveland versus Detroit. Yeah, Eric Ebron, two for two, thirteen. 
Uh, and then you had Pat Fryermuth, nine targets, five receptions for 31. So I'm going to take a look in there because uh, I have a good fucking feeling that they've gotten a lot better against tight end here. Let's take a look at tight ends. That's uh, kind of split up, though. Has, uh, let's see, Austin Hooper had seven targets, four receptions for 53. David Njoku, four targets, two receptions, 20 yards. So, yeah, it's not too bad. It's not fucking terrible. It's not terrible. They're only giving up 8.6 points on FanDuel, 11.2 points on DraftKings to the tight end position. That's tricky. That is really fucking tricky. I guess I'll take a look at them. Run it against the other tight ends. I mean, there's there's a couple other tight ends here that I think we're going to be way more interested in. Um, just to be completely honest with you. So Cole Komet, I almost guarantee, is not going to make it. Uh, let's see. Chicago Bears defense. Are we going to trust this defense? Hmm. 5,000, 20, and 3,000. Good for first, first, and third. Detroit, 27th in points allowed to opposing team defenses at 8.5. They've gone from 30th to 29th to 27th to 27th. So they've dropped, but they've still stayed. Now they've stabilized a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I guess we'll take a look at them, but I don't know. Not about paying up for the defense, especially in that first game. I don't know. I'm just not really. I'm not set on them. Bears defense sucked, dude. <clears throat> but I mean, we got to go to the Detroit side anyway. So let's take a look here. Uh, Jared Goff. We we're talking about him possibly playing 6,700, 21, and 5,100. Good for eighth, fifth, and seventh. Uh, Bears fifteenth in pass defense DVOA. Uh, 17th in points allowed to the quarterback position, 18.4 on FanDuel, 19.2 on DraftKings, 20th, 18th, 20th, and 17th are the last four weeks. Um, God, let's take a look at Jared Goff's stats, though. Last three weeks, 22 of 36. This is against the Rams. 22 of 36 for 268, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, versus Philadelphia, 25 of 34 for 20. That that cannot be right. I screwed that one up. I said 22 yards. That's not 22 yards. i got to fix that one. Uh, and then at Pittsburgh, 14 to 25 for 114. Uh, then, I mean, if you really wanted to include Tim Boyle in that discussion, 15 to 23 for 72, or 77 yards and two interceptions. I'll be completely honest. I'd only probably play a fucking... Detroit quarterback, if it was David Blau. Uh, just to be completely honest. But since we're not going to get any David Blau, let's go ahead and go to the running backs here. Uh, DeAndre Swift, 8,029 and 7,300. Good for third, second, and third. Um, Got to go to the NFL injury report. I think Akeem Hicks is out again if I'm not mistaken, which is awesome. I would expect this to be really heavy running, though. Yeah, Akeem Hicks is out. And we've talked uh, I've talked about it in, in the write-ups that uh, 
we also don't have any Khalil Mack, so DeAndre Swift. We also have Jamal Williams back. Jamal Williams, 5,200, 14 and 4,000, good for 12th, 9th, and 14th. The only problem is he has not been on the fucking field. Um, so that kind of runs a little bit of a risk here. Let me take a look. Let's see what Detroit's been doing in the running game here, shall we? Um, so last three weeks, we'll have to go the last couple weeks for Jamal Williams. He was hurt through the bye week. Uh, we'll go last four for Swift. 13 for 48. Also had eight receptions on 10 targets for 96 yards and a touchdown. 12 to 27 in week eight. Had a fumble lost. Uh, five for five on his targets. 24 yards in week, that was week eight. Nine was the bye. Week 10. 33 attempts for 130 yards. Uh, three receptions on six targets for five. <laughs> Uh, week 11, though, 14 for 136. That was a 9.71 rushing average uh, and a touchdown. Also had three receptions on four targets for zero yards. Uh, that was such a weird fucking stat. I saw that. Uh, Jamal Williams, the last couple weeks that he's been available. Actually, we should go the last four. We'll get a, probably a better idea here. Uh, so week five. 13 carries, 57 yards, no touchdowns, 2 for 2 on receptions for 8. Uh, week 6, 4 attempts for 11 yards, uh, 1 reception for uh, 2 targets for minus 2. Week 7, 12 for 57, nothing, no targets, no receptions. And then this last week, this last week that he played in week 11, 7 attempts for 11 yards, 1.57 average. Oof. Oof. What do you do? Let's, where's the Bears game? <clears throat> uh, he, was actually the better, he was actually the better running back. 14 carries for 66 yards, 4.71 average. Uh, DeAndre Swift was 8 for 16. Uh, but did have four receptions on six targets for 33 yards. Ooh. <laughs> so we got a little bit of a conundrum here. Um, I do like DeAndre Swift, uh, first and foremost. I want to know what that snap count was. Now, he again, he was coming off injury, so that could have played a part in it. Let's see, snap count. Getting this from Football Outsiders. I suggest you go take a look over there. Detroit running backs in week 11. Let's see what his snap count was. Whew. 73% for DeAndre Swift. Um, 27 for Jamal Williams. So that is a hell of a dip. So it's really going to look like DeAndre Swift here. It's the guy I like the most anyways. Um, yeah, let's move on to wide receiver. So we're going to have no Trinity Benson. He would have been the third wide receiver. So it's going to be Khalif Raymond, Amon Ross, St. Brown, 
and probably Josh Reynolds. Uh, in that order, that would be your wide receiver one, two, and wide receiver plus. Wide, against wide receiver ones, the Chicago Bears are 32nd in DVOA. Versus wide receiver two, they are 18th, and wide receiver plus, they are 18th. It has been 32nd across the board for wide receiver ones here. So that is Khalif Raymond. Okay. Wide receiver two, you got 15, 16, 18, and 18. So it did bump up a little bit. Uh, Monroe St. Brown would play in the slot. You will not have Duke Shelley. He went on IR. So he will be covered by by, uh, quarterback Marquis Christian, who he is far superior to. And then Josh Reynolds, 18. He's going to face Jalen Johnson now. The way that they've been playing PFF ratings, um, he is right about 10 per. Jalen Johnson holds a 10% advantage over um, Josh Reynolds in terms of ratings. So I still have a little bit of interest here. Let's go through the pricing. Um, after you go through, well, I mean, if you look at DVP rank, uh, points allowed to the wide receiver there. The Chicago Bears are 27th uh, in the league, 31.7 on FanDuel and 39 on DraftKings. So this is going to be a really, really good spot uh, to find some value here, but we have to be really careful with that. So Khalif Raymond, 5,100, 10, and 4,600. Good for 17th, 15th, and 10th. So he is dirt minimum on Yahoo. Uh, Ron Ross, St. Brown, 5,500, 12, and 4,200. Good for 13th, 11th, and 13th. So he's got a better pricing, a lot better pricing actually over on DK. That's probably his best pricing over there. Uh, and then Josh Reynolds, 4,910, so minimum. 3,000, minimum on DK. 19th, 15th, and 21st. So <clears throat> again, we're going to. Just go ahead and copy all them. Unfortunately, Trinity Benson's coming with us on that one. Come on, Trinity. Really? Is that what we're doing here? So, let's take a look here. Detroit Lions, last couple weeks. I'll just go last three. When did Josh Reynolds come in? He hasn't even recorded a fucking stat yet. Interesting. Are we sure? Are we fucking sure about that? Well, last week was fucking horrible. Wouldn't surprise me if he didn't have one. But Josh Reynolds just came in here, so he hasn't worked out with Goff yet. But he has played with Goff, so that's why I have a little bit of interest in him. And we'll take a look at the snap counts last week. Uh, let's see here. So Amon Ra, we'll, we'll start with uh, Khalif Raymond. Week 8, uh, one target. Oh, uh, how about Amon Ra? Five targets, three receptions, 46. 15% target share. Uh, Khalif Raymond in week 10 had six targets, four catches for 29 yards. Um... Amon Ross St. Brown had six targets, four receptions for 61 yards, uh, both of them with 24% target share. In week 11, 
Uh, this would be the Tim Boyle week. So he caught all four of his targets for 18. That's Amon Ross St. Brown, 17% target share. One target for Khalif Raymond, uh, 40% target share. So let's take a look since we're here. Might as well take a look at the week 11. Come on. Thank you. Josh Reynolds had a 90% snap count rate on offense. 85% for Monroe St. Brown and 71% for Khalif Raymond. Ooh. That trend down from week 10? Come on. Yeah, Josh Reynolds wasn't on the field for that one. So 66% for Raymond, 61% for St. Brown, and then 68% for Trinity Benson. So, damn, dude. I think we have to consider, I think we definitely have to consider him. Um, Man. Khalif Raymond was trending down in terms of targets. Um, week seven was his big week, and then he had one, six, and one, and he had five, six, and four. So your more stable guy is going to be a Monroe St. Brown. Now, if you want to take a shot on him, if you need a fucking cheap guy, dirt fucking dirt merchant cheap, I wonder if we shouldn't be looking at Josh Reynolds coming back if Jared Goff is playing. Uh, definitely looking at that. Now, in terms of TJ Hawkinson, 6,100, 17, and 5,200, good for second, third, and third. Uh, Chicago Bears, fourth in DVOA versus the tight end. Seventh in points allowed to the tight end position at 7.2 on FanDuel and 9.1 on DK. So, I am going to skip on TJ Hawkinson. Um, Let's take a look at Chicago Bears opponents, though. Why are they so fucking good? Mm, Baltimore in week 11. <sighs> Andrews had a decent game there. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I think that was a Friermuth game. And that's San Francisco. So Friermuth. Ugh. Caught five of six targets for 43 yards and two touchdowns. How the fuck? Oh, it has come up from uh, where it was. So they have actually been getting worse. Huh? San Francisco, I think this is before. Yeah, this one game before. Before we got George Kittle back. So that's not really fucking fair. Not really fair to compare that. Baltimore, I can give you that, those numbers here. Now, these are more elite guys, though, too. Eight Caught eight of ten targets for 73 yards. It's not too bad on a slate like this. Hmm. Tampa Bay, they lost three to 38. 
think we gotta check out Tampa Bay. Probably is a Cameron Braid. Yeah, see, they didn't do anything. Those tight ends didn't do anything, so it's got to be elite, elite type tight ends. So maybe, hmm, contrarian high price tight end. Hmm, maybe, 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 maybe. Detroit Lions defense, uh, 3,714 and 2,400, good for fifth across the board. Uh, Chicago Bears, 28th in points allowed to opposing team defenses at 8.6. It stayed pretty stable, 28, 26, 27, and 28. Uh, so they did move up a little bit, but that has more to do with Justin Fields than it does with um, Andy Dalton. So, I mean, I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm just putting them in there just so I can kind of compare a couple things here um, in terms of price point. But, I mean, really, it's not like you're going to sit there and go, oh, I could pay down for fucking, I could pay, I could pay down for defense and save a lot of money. No, you just want to get the right fucking defense. That's what you want. So, let's go ahead and skip out on that. All right. Where are we going next? Ooh. The 4.30 p.m. Eastern game, 3.30 Central, 1.30 on the West Coast. Las Vegas at Dallas. Dallas opened as a seven-point favorite, 54.5 as the over-under. Currently, Dallas is now a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, the over-under dropping to 51-and-a-half. So there's been a lot of talk about Derek Carr in this matchup. And, I mean... <laughs> Let's talk about the elephant in the room, the fucking uh, Dallas Cowboys-Kansas um, City game. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes didn't do fucking shit. So I think what we really need to do, let's take a look at the last couple of opponents here uh, for Dallas and see just exactly how well they've done. Uh, so Kansas City last week, uh, Dallas lost 9-19, but didn't get much done there. Uh, Atlanta, they beat 43-3, so Matt Ryan did not do shit. Um, versus Denver, this was the uh, Teddy Bridgewater game. They lost 16-30. to So Teddy Bridgewater in that game, 19-28, 249-1, uh, no interceptions. So just a really, really solid game there. But uh, Minnesota... This is probably more of a barometer of what you would look at. So 23 of 35 is Kirk Cousins, 184, and a touchdown. Three rushes for 18 yards. The Dallas Cowboys are third in pass defense DVOA. They've been trending down like in a, like in a way that you would not want to attack. So 7, 7, 3, and 3. Points allowed to the quarterback position. They are 7th in the NFL, 17.8 on FanDuel, and 19.2 on DraftKings. This has dropped dramatically. This has gone 22nd, 26th, 13 and 7. So what you're looking at here is basically um, 
they're going to need to run the fucking ball, and I just don't think that uh, Derek Carr is really going to be able to do it. 7,400, 29, and 5,900. He is the third highest-priced quarterback across the board. Uh, just don't really have any interest here. There's going to be a lot of people looking at, so let's see, Josh Jacobs here, 6,700, 17, and 5,900. Good for fifth, fifth, and sixth. Uh, best price over on DK, of course. Uh, rush defense for the Dallas Cowboys in terms of DVOA, 19th. In rush defense DVOA, uh, the trend has been 11, 15, 18, and 19, so it has actually trended worse for them. Uh, versus running back in the passing game, they are third. That has gotten better for the Cowboys. Fifth, sixth, eighth, and third. Now, you look at points allowed to their RB position, the Dallas Cowboys are seventh in uh, points allowed to the position, 18.4 or 18.5 on FanDuel and 21.8 on DraftKings. Last four weeks, 5, 9, 5, and 7. So they've been very fucking good. Very good. So let's take a look at the Las Vegas Raiders stats. Uh, last, eh, we'll go three weeks here. So, at New York Giants versus Kansas City and versus Cincinnati. Okay, that's your order. So, we start with the New York Giants. 30 for 46, 296, one touchdown, two interceptions. Also had two rushing attempts for five yards, had a, lost a fumble. That's not good. One touchdown, three turnovers. Versus Kansas City, 25 of 35, 261, two touchdowns and an interception. Three carries, 18 yards. Third highest price quarterback. So now we go versus Cincinnati. 19 to 27, 215 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, also had no rushes, but did lose a fumble. So one for two. So that is not a good trend uh, for the last three weeks. So let's look at Josh Jacobs, though, here. 13 carries, 76 yards, good for 5.85. Average uh, caught four of four targets for 19 yards. Week 10, he had seven carries for 16 yards, good for a 2.29 average. Caught all five of his targets for 20 yards. Week 11, he had nine rushes for 37 yards. That's good for a 4.11 average. Caught five of seven targets, 24 yards. Where is he fucking priced? Fifth, fifth, and sixth. So he is cheap. He is cheap. Hmm. Kenyon Drake, he was the one that was kind of nipping on his heels. Four for 30. Good for a 7.5 average. Caught six of eight targets for 70 yards. Week 10, he was four for 16. Good for a four-yard average. Two of three on targets for 15. Week 11, five carries, 23 yards, good for a 4.6 average. Caught one of his two targets for six yards. So, Kenny Drake, no. Josh Jacobs, uh, can he get to 18 points? That's my question. Because I don't think so. I really don't think so. Hold on, what are we doing here? 
Come on. Boop. Sorry, just trying to fix a couple of things here. What is going on? Something noisy in here. All right, so Josh Jacobs, let's compare $800 savings for Montgomery, $9 savings on Yahoo for Montgomery, and hundred only $100 in savings from Montgomery on DK. Oof, oof. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to like that one. Let's take a look at the wide receivers here. So in the number one spot is going to be Zay Jones. Uh, number two is Brian Edwards. Hunter Renfro is going to be the slot corner. Uh, there's been some talk about Deshaun Jackson, you know, quite possibly getting something done here, but uh, I don't know if I'm really going to buy that. I mean, it's really fucking... It's kind of goofy. Um, so, Dallas Cowboys... Number one in the NFL, DVOA versus wide receiver one. 25th in DVOA versus wide receiver two. 7th in DVOA versus wide receiver plus. 18th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole. 29.2 on FanDuel, 36.8 on DK. So there's opportunity here. Um, last four weeks, 25th, 25th, 22nd, and 18th in points. So they, they have been getting better. Uh, Anthony Brown. It should be covering Zay Jones. You'll have Trayvon Diggs on Brian Edwards. Uh, Jordan Lewis on Hunter Renfro. Diggs, uh, both Edwards and Renfro have the advantage over, and it's a significant advantage over their opponents uh, in Diggs and Lewis. So I think we definitely need to take a look at one Brian Edwards here. Um, you know, we're Totally talking GPP here. I, I don't play cash on a three-game slate. Fuck that. So Brian Edwards, 5,300, 10, and 3,900. Good for 15th, 15th, and 14th. So he's he's getting down there towards minimum. Then you have Hunter Renfro, who's just been you know good week in and week out. 6,217 and 5,600. Good for 6th, 5th, and 6th. So a bit expensive, but he's usually been worth it. Uh, so he's definitely got to consider it. Now, Brian Edwards is right above Khalif Raymond. Hmm. Well, let's take a look at them. Wide receivers. Brian Edwards had a horrible game last week. Uh, let's see here. So week nine, he, he didn't catch any of his four targets. In week nine, he caught three of his four targets in week 10 for 88 yards and a touchdown. And then in week 11, he had no targets. He had a rushing attempt for zero yards. So uh, that's risky. I mean, you look at Hunter Renfro, caught seven and nine targets for 49 yards. I mean, you're looking for basically pure points here. Uh, did it again, caught seven and nine, 46 yards, but got the touchdown in week 10. Uh, and then in week 11, he caught all four of his targets for 30 yards, had a rushing attempt for five. So, ooh, ooh. did Deshaun Jackson have a little bit to do with that? I don't know. I don't know. Let's take a look at 
Let's take a look at the wide receiver. We're going to look at from week 10 on here for the wide receivers. Um, thank you. Zay Jones, 85% snap share. Brian Edwards, 80%. Hunter Renfro, 72 7% for Dylan Stoner. And 17% for one Deshaun Jackson. That was in week 10. Let's see how much this changed in week 11. Would think it would have went up because it got behind. Zay Jones, 72%. Brian Edwards was on the field for 83% of the snaps, and he didn't get a fucking target. Huh. 72% for Hunter Renfro, 34 for Deshaun Jackson. So he moved up a little bit. Ugh. It is Deshaun Jackson, though. I don't know. Hmm. I think you can consider Brian Edwards and Hunter Renfro. Renfro, I think you can, just because it's a really good matchup for Darren Waller. Um, 7,300, 24, and 6,400. He's the top-priced uh, tight end on the board here. So, hold on here. What am I doing? Okay. So he's going to go right above TJ Hawkinson. He should actually get pure points here. Um, Dallas, 25th in DVOA versus a tight end. Or 23rd. Uh, let's see, that trended down. That went 32, 32, 24, and 23. So it has trended down. But... 25th in points allowed to the tight end position. 11.9 on FanDuel, 14.5 on DraftKings. Four-week trend on there, 24, 23, 21, and 25. So it's gotten worse for there. So, Oh, man, what do I, what do I think of Dallas here? What do I think of Dallas as far as... Las Vegas Raiders. No. They've played like shit, though. Oh, I should mention, too, that Darren Waller is basically, you might as well just put him in there because he's pure points. The only reason why you would fade him is because you want the... Uh, uh, you're hoping that he gets injured... Nothing happens. I mean, you just got to play it smart here. Darren Waller is just basically pure. Most of your lineups, most of your lineups, I would have Darren Waller included in them. Uh, and then just you know, depending upon how many sites you play on, how many lineups you put in there, maybe just have one that doesn't have Darren Waller in there, just in case something bad happens. Um, that's kind of what I would look at here. Why did Dallas DVP deal? 43 to 3. Oh, that went up because of the fucking Denver game. It could be a it could just be an error in there too. Hmm. Interesting. So Vegas defense now. Now we look at Dak Prescott here. 8,235 and 6,900 go for second across the board. 
Raiders pass defense DVOA 23rd trend, 19-17-22-23. Uh, points allowed to opposing team quarterbacks. They're 16th in the league, so they're right in the middle. Uh, they were actually trending pretty decently, and then all of a sudden they got jacked up by Patrick Mahomes. Uh, that bumped it up uh, a couple weeks ago. So 18.2 on FanDuel, 19.4 on DraftKings. Very, very interesting. So, again, looking at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Cincinnati really didn't do much in there. Kansas City fucking Patrick Mahomes blew their fucking doors off. Uh, Giants didn't have all that great of a game either. That was all running. Um, this is a team that you really want to run against. So um, it was good to see Zeke Elliott. I think I'm going to pass on Dak. I'm just going to pass on it. I don't know. There's something just not right there. So we don't even have another fucking quarterback yet. So we'll take a look at Zeke Elliott. We'll take a look at Tony Pollard here. Uh, Zeke Elliott coming off the ankle injury. He's fine. Uh, 8,433 and 8,000. He's good for second, first, and first. Uh, Tony Pollard, 5,900, good for seventh, fifth, and seventh. Um, that comes to the price, 5,900, 5,600. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, basically the only two considerations in that backfield. Raiders, 15th in rush defense DVOA, 24th in DVOA versus the pa- running back in the passing game. 27th in points allowed to the RB position. So 24 on FanDuel, 27.7 on DK. Now the next thing we need to take a look at really is, you know, what are we looking at as far as, you know, Dallas's usage of the running backs? So last three weeks you had, because Zeke really slowed down once he got to the bye. That's a problem. Uh, 10 for 51. You know, good for 5.1 average. Caught all three targets for 25. Uh, 14 for 41. Good for a 2.93 average. Uh, two, two, two touchdowns and a fumble lost. Uh, cut all three of his targets for 15. Week 11, he had nine carries for 32. This is when he hurt his ankle. 3.5, uh, 3.56 yards per carry. Uh, cut all six of his targets for 36. So now we look at Tony Pollard the last three weeks. Uh, we can look last four. Seven to twenty-six, good for a three-point-seven-one average. Uh, caught his lone target for a yard. Week nine, he had four rushing attempts for eleven yards. It's good for a two-point-seven-five average. Uh, caught one of his two targets for thirty-two yards. Week ten, had eleven carries for forty-two yards. Good for a three-point-eight-two average. Uh, caught six of seven targets for fifty-six yards. And then week 11, seven carries for 50 yards, good for a 7.14 average. Uh, caught both of his targets for 20 yards. So what is that 21%? And those versus Atlanta. Hmm. <sighs> Zeke is going to be very, very hard to fucking pay up for. I just, I just feel that. Let's take a look there because I'm almost thinking maybe I do actually like Pollard in this game. Um, 
could just have both running backs involved. I mean, we still don't know. C.D. Lamb is trending towards playing even after the concussion. How he's getting through that concussion protocol is beyond me. Um, still no Amari Cooper. He's on the COVID list. But C.D. Lamb, 7,700, 31, and 6,900. Good for second, first, and second. Michael Gallup would be the wide receiver, too. He'd be 6,500, 19, and 5,900. Good for fifth, fourth, and fourth. Uh, Cedric Wilson should be the slot wide receiver, 5,600, 14, and 3,500. Good for 12, 9, and 18. Now, wide receivers versus the Raiders. Raiders are 17th in DVOA versus wide receiver one. They have trended 18, 17, 17, 17. Uh, versus wide receiver two, they are 16th in DVOA. It is 13, 14, 20, and 16. And then versus the wide receiver plus, they are actually 21, 17, 21, and 25. Drawing matchups. Casey Hayward should draw the matchup with CeeDee Lamb if he play, as long as he plays. Brandon Faison uh, should be covering Michael Gallup. They both have, both wide receivers have the advantage uh, on the corners. Uh, Michael Gallup actually has the better matchup overall. He's over a 22.5% um, advantage on on face-on. And then you have Cedric Wilson, um, you know, 25th in DVOA versus wide receiver plus, getting covered by Nate Hobbs. Uh, that's something, this is something that you're going to have to take a look at. I don't know. I wonder if people are going to be drawn to C.D. Lamb. Just wonder, just because he's the marquee name. Oh, oh, he's going to play. Well, he's got to be fine. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Just saying. Just saying. Simmer down now. Simmer down. Um, Yeah, let's, let's take a look at the Raiders. I want to figure something out here. Yeah, Cincinnati. Tyler Boyd had a fucking day. Had a fucking day inside. Uh, Kansas City. Giants, 16 to 23. That's probably the one I want to really look at. Uh, we'll look at Kansas City first, though. Pardon me. Yeah, Tyreek had the good game. Hmm. New York Giants versus Las Vegas. Who was good in that game? Absolutely nobody. All right. So, yeah, Cedric Wilson's actually in a really good spot. Even though he doesn't have the matchup advantage, he actually has quite a hindrance uh, to Nate Hobbs in there. Don't really want to trend really too highly in here if I don't have to. Uh, Raiders fourth in points allowed to the wide receiver position. 25 points per game on FanDuel. 31.5 on DK. So running back, running backs, running backs. Dalton Schultz at tight end. The... Las Vegas Raiders have had issues with tight ends. 6,000, 22, and 5,300. Good for third, second, and second. Raiders are 27th in DVOA versus the tight end position. Last four weeks, 26, 25, 29, and 27. Points allowed? Glad you asked. 29th 
in points allowed to the tight end position, 13.7 on FanDuel, 17.1 on DK. Uh, this just kind of makes me like uh, Cedric Wilson a little bit more, too, just because obviously they are having trouble right around the middle. Uh, so I do not hate that. Um, what are you? You are third. Okay. Guess we can figure that one out. It's really making me not like Cole Komet even more right now. Um, Dallas defense, man. Raiders. They went from 12th in points allowed to the defense, uh, opposing team defense. Went from 12th to 17, 18, and 20. So Dallas defense, you're getting a little bit of a discount on uh, FanDuel. They're they're third, uh, four, it's 4,020 and 3,300, good for third, first, and first. So you get a, get a little bit of a discount there. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Why did I dot dot here? So, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a look at Dallas Cowboys. I kind of like them. Kind of like them. Just kind of like them. Last but certainly not least, at 8.20 p.m. Eastern, 7.20 p.m. Central, 5.20 p.m. on the West Coast, you have the night game. The Buffalo Bills at New Orleans Saints. Buffalo opening as four and a half point favorites. 48 was the over under. Currently, Buffalo is now a six point favorite. Hmm. 45 and a half, though, is the over under. So our over under has dropped. Now, <laughs> Buffalo played like absolute dog shit last week. New Orleans did too, but New Orleans is missing a couple pass rushers and a couple of rush uh, defenders. One of them. The main one being uh, Marcus Davenport. Um, so, yeah, this game could get fucking ugly. Um, I would expect Buffalo to try to rectify what happened last week. Every time they've lost this year, they've actually they've actually uh, put up a good game. So, definitely, definitely going to take a look here. Um, at Josh Allen, 8,800, 38, and 7,800. Good for first across the board. Saints, 14th in pass defense DVOA. That has gone from 5th to 13, 13, and 14. Uh, and then you look at the defense versus position. Uh, the Saints are 23rd in points allowed to the quarterback position, 19.6 on FanDuel and 21 on DK. Now... That is a hell of a bump because Jalen Hurts completely tore them apart. So they've gone from 5th, 10th, 10th, and then 23rd. So here we go with another running quarterback. Or a quarterback that can run, I should say. Not that they will run. So I think you definitely got to consider Josh Allen here. Not overthink it whatsoever as far as the running backs are concerned in buffalo you can fucking have every single one of them uh don't give a shit about zach moss don't give a shit about devin singletary do not give a shit about matt Breida. saints first in rush defense dvoa 
That has been 2-1-1-1. 20th in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game. 21, 26, 22, and 20. And overall in points allowed to the running back position, the New Orleans Saints are second in the league. 16.4 on FanDuel and 18.9 on DraftKings. I want no fucking part of this. I want no fucking part of it. All right, so now we move on to the wide receivers. The New Orleans Saints, 14th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. That has gone up. That has been 10, 10, 13, and 14 now. Uh, Versus the wide receiver two, the New Orleans Saints were 6, 7, 14, and now 12. And then against the wide receiver plus, so third option here, that would be Cole Beasley, 29, 30, 32, and 32. Points allowed to the wide receiver position, 24th. 24th in the league. 30, 30.9 on FanDuel, 38.2 as a whole on DraftKings. Woof. Now, PFF has Paulson Adebo lined up on Stefan Diggs. He will see Marshawn Lattimore at times. Uh, they'll switch off between... Uh, Diggs and Sanders in there. And then Cole Beasley going against going against PJ Williams. I mean, you gotta you gotta think. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we should go back into football outsiders though. Take a look at the snap share though for week eleven. See if this tells a story. So Manuel Sanders seventy nine percent, Stephon Diggs seventy seven percent, Cole Beasley fifty two or fifty seven percent. Um, Gabriel Davis came in at thirty four percent. Wonder what Week Ten looked like. That was pretty spread out. Of course, I got the shit kicked out of him too, though. Uh, Stefan Dick, 79%. Emmanuel Sanders, 60 Gabriel Davis, 52 Mackenzie, 22 Beasley, 16 Really? In week 10? Hmm. Oh, wrong way. Buffalo chart. There's my Buffalo chart. Hmm. He caught four targets. He caught four or five targets for 23 yards. That's not too bad. Man, that's Cole Beasley the last couple of weeks. Jesus, he hasn't done shit since week eight. Stefan Diggs, though. He's been heating up. He has been heating up. Hmm. I don't think I like Diggs. I don't really like Emmanuel. I definitely don't like Emmanuel Sanders. I'm thinking Cole Beasley in here. Might be the trick. I'm going to include Gabriel Davis in this one, too. Hmm.
Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis. Cole Beasley, 5,717 and 4,500. Good for 10th, 5th, and 11th. Well, Yahoo price is terrible. Gabe Davis, 4,800, 12, and 3,600. Good for 21st, 7th, 11th, and 17th. Let's take a look at this target share. Hmm. Spread out pretty evenly, except in week 10, he had 46. Stefan Diggs had 46% of the targets. Interesting. I just don't have enough interest in Stefan Diggs. I really should, but... You can get by and darn it. Darnell Mooney and Cole Beasley, Brian Edwards. You pay up at running back. So, yeah, I'm going to consider it. Uh, let's see here. So, New Orleans ninth in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses at 4.6. So, it's actually really, really good. I'm really, really proud of her. <laughs> I completely forgot what I was talking about. Buffalo Bills defense. New Orleans, let's see. Ninth in points allowed to the opposing team's defense, 4.6, 5, 3, 5, and 9. That did go up. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Well, they might come out. Hmm. I'm going to have to take a look at the opponents and see if I like them at all. I don't know. I'd much rather, I think, have... Much rather have Dallas... Yeah, I just don't. Uh, I just don't like the Bears. I think we're just gonna take the Bears out of there. It's gonna be a low scoring game, but I just don't want to pay up for it. That's all. Um. Jesus Christ, what are we gonna do here? I mean, for New Orleans, really, I don't have. I mean. I guess maybe I have a little bit of interest in Taysom Hill doing something. I don't know if I could fucking recommend it, though. I mean, he's lower than fucking goddamn Andy Dalton. Really? That's who we are thinking of using, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. So, Buffalo... Is now let's take a look at the running backs. I don't know if I want to travel here either. I don't know. With Mark Ingram. Ugh. This is terrible. Mm -mm -mm. Sixth, fifth, and fourth. Just don't like it. Buffalo, twelfth and rush defense DV away, tenth versus in 
DVOA versus running back in the passing game. That's gone 5-3-3-12. Woof. Johnson Taylor beat the shit out of him. Ninth, 14th, 10th, and 10th, so it's the same. Points allowed to the running back position. 13th in the league now. 19.4 on FanDuel. 22.1 on DK. First, 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 and 13th. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, I don't know. I mean, as far as the Bills wide receivers, you can look at Marquez Callaway, but Buffalo fifth in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. Deontay Harris second. Uh, be the wide receiver two, where they're second in the league. And then four... For the versus wide receiver plus. Huh. Yeah, I just don't know if I like it. Don't know if I like it. They're not going to trust any of these tight ends either. Man, I think Buffalo might be able to just pack that fucker on. I just... Uh, I can't do it. I can't even do it as a fucking contrarian play. New Orleans Saints defense here. Indianapolis fourth in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses. Four points. Wow. Wow. Buffalo was missing a couple of... Or an offensive tackle, I should say. Yeah, Spencer Brown placed on COVID... On the COVID list, John Feliciano went to injured reserve earlier in the month. Damn. Yeah, I just don't like a lot in that game. I would tread lightly with that. I don't know if I like Josh Allen either. Oh, my God. Am I seriously looking... I think it's got to be Josh Allen. I just think it is. I'd really like to trust Stack, but he's just been a bag of dog shit lately. Yeah, I think that's good. So here's the listing I got so far. So Josh Allen, Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill go very, very light on. We don't know what's going to go on there if you want to go there. Uh, running backs, Zeke Elliott, Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard. And then we're going to take a look at DeAndre Swift. I think we made the decision just going through DeAndre Swift versus Jamal Williams that it's going to end up being, um, it's going to end up being DeAndre Swift. David Montgomery. Uh, for the Bears, and then you got Josh Jacobs on the other side. So maybe we just go Swift and Montgomery. Save a little bit of money on there. Be able to save at the wide receiver position. Uh, wide receivers, we're going to take a look at CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson. Uh, Wilson has the most favorable matchup. Then you got Darnell Mooney versus Marquise Goodwin for the Bears. So we'll definitely take a look there. Then you get Cole Beasley versus Gabriel Davis for the Buffalo Bills. 
Brian Edwards and Hunter Renfro for the Raiders. Khalif Raymond, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Josh Reynolds for Detroit. Now, now that I've seen Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro. Yeah, I still can't do it. Tight ends, Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson, Dalton Schultz, Cole Komet, defense special teams, Buffalo, Dallas Cowboys, and probably not Detroit Lions. I don't know. Maybe we can. Maybe we can get a turnover. But uh, that's pretty much it. That's all I've got. That's all she's wrote. So, yeah, towards the end there, you could tell I was definitely getting tired. I was totally talking about something else, and I had no fucking clue. I have no fucking recollection of what the fuck I was saying. All I knew, I was talking about somebody, and it was a her. I don't know. But uh, that's it. We're going to get out of here, man. Uh, I'll have the write-up out tonight. So you'll have it for the morning. And, uh, yeah. Let's fucking take this shit down. You need me? Hey, you know where to find me. Hit me up. Twitter. Instagram. At RoyDog underscore 13. Just DM me over there. Direct message. Hit me up on Messenger for Facebook. Dennis M. Roy over there. And if anything, I'll be over in the Daily Ambush chat. All morning. All morning. So, go ahead. Hit me up. Let's win some fucking money. <laughs>